Bonjour, or bonsoir, and welcome to Shades, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the vibrant world of literature. I'm Sophia, a French girl hailing from the romantic city of Paris, now embracing the breathtaking landscapes of Galway in Ireland. My heart beats for books, and I've embarked on this podcasting adventure to spread the joy of reading far and wide. Each episode, we will dive into the pages of captivating tales, exploring themes, characters, and the hidden treasures that make literature truly magical. So whether you're a seasoned bookworm or just starting your literary adventure, Join me as we uncover the diverse shades of storytelling and ignite the passion for reading in every soul. The world of literature is a boundless landscape, rich with a diverse array of narratives that capture the essence of human experiences, emotions and aspirations. Beneath the surface of storytelling, however, lies a deeper layer that challenges the mind, steers introspections, and invites readers to engage with profound ideas. This layer is known as obscure philosophy. In this introductory exploration, we embark on a journey to unravel the intricate world of obscure philosophy in literature, tracing its origins and understanding its nuances and appreciating its impact on the literary landscape. Literature is a conduit through which writers express their thoughts, emotions, and perspectives. It offers a canvas upon which narratives are painted, characters brought to life and worlds imagined. Yet, within this art form, there exists a unique fusion of thought and storytelling. Obscure philosophy. Obscure philosophy encompasses the marriage of complex philosophical ideas with the narrative elements of literature, creating a harmonious yet often enigmatic union that becomes readers to venture beyond the surface and explore the depths of human understanding. To understand this dark philosophy, one must appreciate its enigmatic essence. It is not philosophy in its traditional academic sense, nor is it mere fiction. Rather, it is a fusion that transcends genres, blurring the boundaries between intellectual inquiry and artistic expression. Obscure philosophy operates within the interstices of language, where the ineffable and the unsaid acquire profound significance. It speaks in whispers, inviting readers to uncover layers of meaning that lie beneath the visible words on the page. From ancient myths to contemporary novels, literature has always been a playground where ideas roam freely. Obscure philosophy takes this notion a step further, 
infusing narratives with concepts that challenge preconceived notions, subvert expectations, and invite readers to question the fundamental nature of reality, morality, and existence. It is the art of weaving intricate thought experiments into the fabric of stories, allowing readers to engage with philosophical dilemmas through the lives of characters. And one of the most compelling aspects of obscure philosophy in literature is its allure of the unseen. In a world inundated with information and instant gratification, obscure philosophy dares to challenge readers to embrace ambiguity and explore the unknown. Like a lantern illuminating the shadows, it sheds light on the uncharted territories of the mind, revealing thoughts and feelings that may have otherwise remained hidden. From the labyrinthine allegories of ancient texts to the surreal landscapes of modernism, authors have grappled with intricate philosophical concepts presenting them in ways that ignite intellectual curiosity and evoke emotional resonance. James Joyce's Ulysses exemplifies this, interweaving stream-of-consciousness narrative with profound introspection, resulting in an exploration of the human psyche that mirrors the complexities of philosophy itself. Unlike didactic or academic papers, obscure philosophy in literature invites readers to become active participants in the construction of meaning. It does not dictate conclusions or prescribe answers. Instead, it offers a canvas upon which readers can project their own thoughts, experiences and interpretations. This participatory nature creates a unique symbiosis between the writer and the reader, resulting in a dynamic exchange of ideas that transcends the boundaries of the page. In embracing this intricate interplay between philosophy and storytelling, we embark on a quest to unearth hidden meanings, engage with complex ideas, and navigate the depths of literary brilliance. Now let's dive into my favorite work, a work of art, a masterpiece, Steppenwolf by Hermann Hesse. It's my favorite book and certain works transcend the boundaries of mere storytelling, inviting readers to venture into the depths of philosophical contemplation. And Hermannese's Steppenwolf stands as a masterpiece that interweaves intricate philosophical themes with narrative complexity. First published in 1927, this novel serves as a portal into the human psyche, urging readers to explore questions of identity, duality and the transformative power of literature itself. This exploration will delve into the heart of Steppenwolf, examining its portrayal of obscure philosophy, 
the role of the devil within its narrative and the fusion of these elements that contribute to its enduring significance. The title Steppenwolf encapsulates the novel's core theme, the enigma of human nature. This term evokes images of a solitary creature traversing vast landscapes embodying detachment and a ceaseless quest for meaning. Through this metaphor, Hesse introduces Harry Haller, the complex protagonist whose identity becomes a microcosm of the broader human experience. As Haller grapples with his identity crisis, Steppenwolf emerges as a canvas on which Hesse paints a portrait of introspection and profound philosophical inquiry. The title serves as a clarion call to delve beneath the surface and engage with the intricate layers of existence. The novel presents itself as a manuscript, a vessel through which the protagonist, Harry Haller, communicates his inner turmoil and experiences. This framing device immerses readers in the labyrinthine corridors of Harry's mind, blurring distinctions between reality and imagination. This interplay of perspectives mirrors the intricate nature of human consciousness, echoing the very essence of obscure philosophy. As obscure philosophy invites readers to explore layers of meaning, Steppenwolf invites readers into a hall of mirrors that reflect the multifaceted nature of the human condition. At the core of Steppenwolf lies an exploration of duality, a theme resonating with existential philosophy. Harry Haller, identifying as a Steppenwolf, explores the conflict between facets of his identity. He oscillates between the untamed wolf, symbolizing primal instincts, and the conforming man presented to society. This internal battle mirrors the broader philosophical tension between our primal nature and the societal norms. Essay's narrative symphonically portrays Harry's struggle with his two souls, prompting readers to embark on their own introspective journeys through the realm of philosophical exploration. And I do believe that we all have a Steppenwolf deep inside of us. It is known that everybody have a public self, a private self, and a secret self. At the narrative's heart lies the concept of the magic theater, an emblematic of the novel's larger themes. Within this theater, Harry Haller undergoes profound transformation, mirroring the alchemical process of self-discovery synonymous with obscure philosophy. This magical theater offers fantastical experiences that compel Harry to confront his fears, desires, and convictions. Hess blurs the lines between reality and illusion, mirroring obscure philosophy's enigmatic nature. Readers are prompted to question the nature of truth, reality, and all the boundaries that shape human perception.
while not overly supernatural, the character Hermin embodies an enigmatic allure akin to devilish figures in literature. As Harry's guide, Hermin introduces him to art, sensuality, and self-discovery. Similar to the devil's role, Hermin challenges societal norms, coaxing Harry to transcend limitations and embrace his true self. Hermin embodies the transformative power of connection, mirroring the philosophical exploration of obscure philosophy, a journey towards self-discovery and transformation. In the scene of the theatre, Harry Haller confronts characters performing various roles, mirroring the diverse personas each person embodies, echoing the intricate aspect of obscure philosophy. The immersion theatre becomes a mirror reflecting the masks we wear, the layers of our identity, and the tight interplay between our external projections and our inner selves. Hermannus's Steppenwolf is beyond resonating with the complexity of obscure philosophy. Through Harry Haller's journey, the transformative magic theatre and the enigmatic Hermin, the novel becomes a stage where philosophy and storytelling converge. This dance is not malevolent, but introspective. It challenges dualities and delves into the human consciousness. Like the devil in literature, Hesse's narrative challenges conventions. In Steppenwolf, the reader encounters its own struggles, desires, and transformations. This book exemplifies literature's power to engage with profound ideas. Now let's dive into another book, another favorite of mine. It's Inferno by August Strindberg. August Strindberg, Inferno, is a mesmerizing literary journey that plunges readers into the depths of existential introspection, traversing the tumultuous landscapes of human consciousness. The very title of Inferno encapsulates the tumultuous journey that Strindberg undertakes, a journey that echoes the nature of obscure philosophy between madness and depression. The term Inferno conjures images of darkness, chaos and torment, all of which serve as metaphors for the inner struggles Strindberg grapples with. Inferno delves deeply into existential abysses, echoing the tenets of obscure philosophy. Strindberg describes his travels, his trips to Paris, and how the occult world impacted his way of life and his thoughts. He explores questions about the self, the meaning of life, and the nature of reality. Readers are then invited to question their own beliefs and perceptions. The devil's influence is evident in Inferno, through the prism of psychological struggle serving as a metaphorical representation of internal conflicts. The devil, while not an external force, lurks within the shadows of Strindberg's mind. This representation echoes the devil's role in literature, often acting as a catalyst for introspection, temptation and self-discovery. 
Strindberg's battles with inner demons mirror the broader philosophical confrontation with the darker aspects of existence. The devil becomes symbolic of the inner conflicts that drive philosophical inquiry and the journey towards understanding our complexities. The narrative of Strindberg's style shifts between moments of lucidity and chaos. It really reflects the tumultuous landscape of his mind, his depressed mind. There is a language of madness that become a conduit to explore the blurred boundaries between the reality and the illusion, very related to the occult world he was influenced by. It serves as a medium through which the intricacies of thought and emotion are transcribed into the page, inviting readers to think, to explore the fragmented nature of themselves. But Inferno is not merely a work of despair. It's a journey toward understanding and self-discovery. Just as obscure philosophy challenges conventional thought, Inferno challenges readers to confront the abyss and find meaning within it. It becomes an invitation to engage with life uncertainties, confront existential questions, and embrace the enigma that is the last book I will talk about for this dark philosophy in literature episode, is a beautiful story. The Master and Margarita by Mikhail Bulgakov. It's a literary masterpiece that transcends the boundaries of time and space, inviting the readers into a world of supernatural intrigue, philosophical exploration, and enigmatic narratives. First published posthumously in 1967, the novel's intricate layers of symbolism and allegory serve as a canvas again upon which Bulgakov weaves the complexities of our existence and the influence of the devil. From its very inception, The Master and Margarita captivates readers with its intricate narrative threads, where reality and fantasy seamlessly intertwine. The novel serves as an invitation to delve into the depths of existential contemplation. The characters explore the questions of identity, morality, and the human existence again. Within the context of post-revolutionary Moscow, Bulgakov weaves a narrative that transcends time, echoing the themes of the obscure philosophy. Just as philosophy seeks to uncover the truth, the Master and Margarita beckons readers to peel back the layers and discover the profound truths concealed beneath its surface. The novel operates on multiple levels, inviting readers to navigate the complexities of its characters' lives, both in the real world of Moscow and the fantastical realm of Wolland and his retinue. This mirroring technique is reminiscent of the whole of Mirrors, the again allegorical representation of the multifaceted nature of human consciousness. Bulgakov's characters are often confronting their own mortality and the morality of their actions, 
the meaning of their lives. Whether it's the eponymous master's quest for artistic integrity or Pontius Pilate's struggle with moral dilemmas, the narrative becomes a vessel for exploring the profound philosophical inquiries that lie at the heart of the humans. Central to the master and Margarita is the enigmatic figure of Roland, a character that embodies the devilish archetype found in literature throughout the ages. Roland's role in the novel extends beyond mere villainy. He becomes a catalyst for transformation, a mirror for characters' desires, and a symbol for the complexities of the nature. This echoes the devil's role in literature, always representing the temptation, the introspection, and the exploration of moral boundaries. There is always a sense of revolt when the devil is involved. In Woland, Bulgakov introduces a character whose interactions with the mortal world challenge conventional morality. Bulgakov's satirical lens serves as a conduit for obscure philosophy as the novel presents a distorted reflection of reality that reveals profound truths. The devil's ball, for instance, stands as a satirical reflection of societal norms and hierarchies, inviting readers to question the absurdity of human constructs. Through satirical elements, the master and Margarita is again challenging readers to contemplate the illusory nature of societal values and beliefs, echoing the exploratory nature of the obscure philosophy. When you read The Master and Margarita, you can really feel the journey of redemption and self-discovery. The characters are always in the pursuit of understanding and salvation, and that echoes all the time with the philosophical exploration of ourselves. In the interplay of philosophy, narrative, and symbolism, the Master and Margarita invites readers to dance with the devil and explore the depths of their own consciousness. Those dark books, those dark treasures of literature, are made with enigmatic concepts for the readers to be invited to engage in a dance of interpretation and introspection. This dance while challenging, offers a unique opportunity to explore the deepness of the understanding of ourselves, to confront ourselves and understand why are we here, what are we doing and why are we doing this. The obscure philosophy found within literary works serves as a gateway to intellectual and emotional growth challenging the readers to stretch their cognitive boundaries and contemplate the ineffable. By diving into this enigmatic text, we embrace the uncertainty that is an inherent part of the human condition, ultimately emerging with a richer understanding of both ourselves and the world around us. I choose those three books because when I read them, and I reread them every year since I discovered them, I always feel the urge to re-question everything, to understand who I am and the others. And in an age of constant digital distractions, 
and fleeting information, the art of reading serves as a sanctuary for cultivating a healthy mind and engaging with literature, whether it be the classics or contemporary works or anything that might make you happy, offers a unique mental workout that stimulates imagination, empathy, and critical thinking. With complex narratives and philosophies, our minds are challenged to explore new perspectives and contemplate profound ideas. Just as physical exercise strengthens the body, reading exercises the mind, enhancing its resilience, adaptability, and capacity for deep contemplation, deep understanding of ourselves and the other. You might want to go to the gym, but you might want to go to a library to help your brain to shine better. So let literature be a faithful companion on the journey to a healthier and more enriched mind. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Shades. I will see you very soon again for an episode about the love of reading, the love of literature, and the books that help me to go back to reading when I'm struggling. I hope you will fall in love with literature again. Merci et au revoir.